Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Peacock streaming new movies every week at PeacockTV.com. We'll have the Twilight Saga. I never felt more alive. Selma. We must march. Plus Bad Boys 1 and 2 and Shrek 1 and 2. So good to be home. Tons of blockbuster hits you can't not watch. Sign up at PeacockTV.com. Being a real estate agent isn't about listing houses. It's about connecting to people. I need to find new buyers every day. So I promote my listings using radio commercials from iHeartAdBuilder.com. Now every time I have an open house... It's a full house. A custom radio ad from iHeart Ad Builder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Hulu took down an Astroworld documentary after facing major backlash. Britney Spears' paparazzi followed her to a gas station restroom. And we're talking with BuzzFeed Daily's very own Shiloh Watson about her very interesting opinions on the existence of Santa Claus. It's December 2nd, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Stephen LeConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So to kick things off, Less than a month after the devastating tragedy at Travis Scott's music festival, Astroworld, which left 10 people dead and more than 300 injured, Hulu began streaming a documentary about the incident. The documentary, called Astroworld Concert from Hell, was produced by ABC and uploaded to Hulu Wednesday night. The criticisms quickly started pouring in, with one Twitter user writing, quote, Hulu making a documentary about Astroworld is in poor taste all around. People are still burying their loved ones. The legal cases haven't even started. Great documentaries are done when all the facts are laid out. Not enough time has passed to fully discuss this. Following the backlash, the special appears to have been removed from the platform. I mean, I think that quote you read really says it all. Oh, perfectly. This, the, this whole event in the the tragedy that followed, like we still don't understand so much of it. I can't even imagine what a documentary would have to say right now, except that we don't know, you know? No, I mean, it, it seems like what it would be is just like sensational, you know, of just they're doing it for the clicks of people who, you know, want to know what's happening. But we don't, no one knows what's happening. We're still trying to figure it out. And like, eventually we are going to get to a point where reporting about this is going to become mm-hmm. like necessary and essential. Yes. Obviously, like there are going to be big learnings and takeaways about these big group concerts that like, you know, future events will need to consider. But like, this is not that moment. And also, you know, you just look at like the the title of it, because I'm always wary of like, you know, I do want to give journalists space to do journalism, but like you look at the title concert from hell, like it's mm-hmm. a very sensationalized, mm-hmm. uh, you know, accounting of events. I just want to know how, like, you know, all those people sat in the boardroom and all of them were like, yep, this is a good idea. 
Oh, Stephen, I ask that once a day about many things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, moving on. Britney Spears took to Instagram to call out paparazzi for following her and taking photographs of her outside a gas station bathroom. She wrote, I had a shitty day yesterday. Pops took pics of me coming out of a public bathroom. I mean, how embarrassing is that? The caption accompanied a video of her dancing to Madonna, which she called her, quote, party for confidence. I mean, it just continues to be an invasion of her privacy. You know, I mean, her whole life has been followed by paparazzi. So I feel like she's hoping that would die down. But you know what I was thinking about? I feel like, you know, 2007, 2008, et cetera, like everyone was buying magazines with Britney's face on it that paparazzi took. And now I'm wondering because of her fan base and just like, I think hopefully a change in opinion of paparazzi that people aren't like caring about it as much and that hopefully that will die down. I mean, it never will completely, but I don't know. I I was hopeful for one second today. No, I think you're right. I think like the market for those photos is very different now because back in like 2007, I mean, paparazzi were getting astronomical amounts of money for like any picture of Britney and they would often follow her into bathrooms and you know they were obviously doing those like really invasive upskirt photos of her getting out of limos I mean it really got out of control I think my first reaction when I saw her post about this on Instagram was just like no we are not doing this again you know I mean really like we if we've learned anything from what we did to this poor woman a decade ago we are not repeating those same mistakes again exactly exactly Okay, so moving on, for today's interview, we're going to be doing something a little different. Basically, we were recently chatting with our other co-host, Shiloh Watson, about the Christmas season, and as we all know, it's her favorite season. And during the conversation, we discovered that Shiloh has some very unique thoughts about Santa Claus, mainly that he might be real. So today, Shiloh will be joining us to explain her Santa belief system. Hi, Shyla. Hi, Casey. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I need you to know that I'm going into this with a very open mind. Steven, how are you feeling? You know, right now, while I'm willing to hear her out, I'm not sure that I'm going to come out of this believing differently than I do now, which is that Santa is not real. Okay. And Shyla, what would you like to say to that? I'm going to do my very best not to sound like my mother and just constantly say, because I said so. (laughs) (laughs) The denial in your eyes scares me. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So we've been waiting for the holiday season to have this conversation about Santa because we know you would have had it months ago. But we should start at the beginning. What was your conception of Santa when you were a child? I mean, I think it's what everyone, like, thinks of, you know, like big, fat, jolly man, has his reindeer, gives you presents, likes cookies and milk, you know, naughty or nice list, all the like stereotypes that we've got. And yeah, I think that's just my whole vision of him or it was. Now, can I just ask, did we all grow up in households that did Santa Claus like mm-hmm. like on Christmas? Yes. I did. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For me, like growing up, like Santa was definitely like a big deal thing. And I very, I very much believed in him. Did you, Casey? Oh yeah, for sure. And actually when I was five years old, my dad had one of his friends who at the time was actually his former roommate, Michael Patrick King, the co-creator of Sex in the City. <laughs> long, long story. They were first roommates when they moved out here to LA together. Anyway, he was Santa Claus, but at the time I thought it was just Santa Claus. And he came into our house and he asked me what I wanted. And I told I told him I wanted the gymnast Barbie and then he left and there was some stuff I heard the reindeer leave on off the rooftop there was some noise on the rooftop and then for Christmas I got the gymnast Barbie and I didn't tell my parents about it so that was definitive proof that Santa was real Okay, by the way, just I just I know we kind of glossed over that. But I just want to circle back. You as a child, uh, your Santa Claus was actually the man who created. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. Got that it. is okay. correct. That is my origin story. <laughs> what well, sounds like a very typical normal childhood, a very <laughs> LA experience, honestly. Yeah. I I grew up not in Los Angeles, so I just had to, I just had to go to the mall to meet Santa. But yeah, I believed in Santa for frankly like way too long. Like I definitely was a late bloomer to the realization that Santa, I mean, Shyla, I shouldn't even say this. To, 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 to my understanding, like it took me a while to come to my personal understanding that Santa is not real. So Shyla, my question is, do you remember like the moment when someone told you that Santa isn't real? And what was your reaction to that kind of news? So, I mean, I'm, I've been trying to think about it and I don't know if that moment ever really happened for me. Like my, I didn't get a Sex in the City creator Santa Claus. Like okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Unfortunately. He but, hadn't created it yet. <laughs> but still, Casey. <laughs> but, you know, all of my presents said like from Santa Claus and, you know, my mom and I would bake cookies and put them out for Santa. So it was all very much like part of my Christmas experience. But I don't think that you know, a kid at school or like my mom ever like sat me down and explained that Santa wasn't real. I do think that like maybe around 11 or 12, like the rational part of my brain started to like pick apart what I knew. And I was like, well, how does he deliver presents all over the world? And like, how does like, what about kids who don't get presents? And like, you know, I was trying to really figure out how he did it. And I guess like I did that on my own, but I don't think anyone ever sat me down and told me he wasn't real. Okay, so then I guess that leads us to today, and it's time to ask, Shyla, is Santa real? Okay, so yes, but do I think that a large fat man who flies around with reindeer, goes into people's houses, breaks into them, puts presents under the tree that elves in a workshop created, and then eats a bunch of cookies, and then is never to be seen again until next year? Like, is that what I believe? No. But... Do I like to believe that maybe the spirit of St. Nicholas, who was a real person, thank you, sort of like is an intangible spirit around the holidays who may or may not bless you with intangible gifts, whether that be, you know, I don't I don't even know, like what's an intangible gift, a miracle, essentially, or something that you didn't even know that you needed or wanted. I like to believe that. Yes. (laughs) So you're really, this is pivoted from being like a Christmas story to more, you're telling like a ghost story, right? Like it's like the ghost of Santa is like haunting us, but in a good way. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I would use the word haunting, Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that that's 
that's reasonable to me. I mean, people believe in ghosts and people believe in, I think people believe in way crazier things than the idea of a spirit giving you nice things that you didn't know you needed. Okay. So like the lyrics, like he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows if you've been bad or good. Like, do you think he has the list of the kids that are good and bad? Okay, well, see, everything you just said basically describes my dog. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> all of those things can be answered. But is there a list? Like, yes, I think that there's a list. Is there a physical list? No, there's no pen to paper. But Wait, is, what do you mean there is a list, but there isn't a list? So is there a physical list? No. But it's like, okay, so... <laughs> okay, bad example, but you know, in Bruce Almighty and how <laughs> and how he has like all of the post-its and then like everyone is sending like what they want and kind of thing. Like I sort of think that that's that part exists of like maybe Santa knows what people need the most or like who needs something the most, but I don't think that there's a list per se, like a physical list. I do believe that he's just here around the Christmas season. Where does he go? Yeah. Is there North Pole? Like, is he located in the North Pole? Well, the North Pole is a real place, but it is not (laughs) necessarily (laughs) Um, as much as I'd like to think that there is something that exists like a, a little workshop of some kind. But also, you know, who am I to say like. I've never been to the North Pole. Do I really know what's there? No. Do you so know what's there? So then are you there? saying there is a workplace with elves? No, I'm not. But I'm saying there could be and we wouldn't know. <laughs> and where do you where do you stand on the reindeer? Reindeer are real, Stephen. <laughs> right. But ones that fly and one that has a red nose. Okay. Where well, do you stand on, the, on, the, on that collection of reindeer? Well, flying reindeer uh-huh. might not exist. That's a bridge too far for you. <laughs> <laughs> but reindeer are real and very cute. I met one two years ago named Cinnamon. And I'm just saying maybe there's not like a Rudolph. Maybe it's more like a symbol, a symbol of Christmas and okay. Santa Claus. Well, well, we'll be right back with more from Shyla because believe me, we have more ground to cover. <laughs> Fit. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? 
Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Our vast network has the NFL's best talent bringing you right into the action each week. There's always room to add more football into your podcast rotation, and our vast group of shows will surely keep you up to date with everything you need to know surrounding the National Football League. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Minnie Driver, and on my podcast, Mini Questions, I ask trailblazers across different disciplines the same seven questions. Questions about the inflection points in their life, what they like least about themselves, and what relationship has defined love for them. This season, I'm coming back with new trailblazers like Blondie vocalist Debbie Harry, journalist and television host Jeremy Clarkson, editor-in-chief of InStar magazine Laura Brown, and creative juggernaut Goldie. Join me as we continue this exploration on season two of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with BuzzFeed Daily's own Shyla Watson about whether or not Santa exists. Now, Shyla, as a big believer in Santa, what Christmas movie do you think does the best job at representing Santa in the way that you envision him? Steven, I'm so glad you asked. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so scared. my immediate answer is The Polar Express. And mm. I don't know if you guys have seen The Polar yeah, Express. Of course. Um, okay, good. Unfortunately. So, no, no, Casey. Careful. <laughs> Are you going to deny that it had really creepy animation going on? I will well, neither I mean, confirm Charlotte's nor deny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Charlotte's description of Santa is not not creepy. Um. Okay, so I feel like The Polar Express does the best job because it's not about like necessarily... Like, it's more about the magic of Santa and, like, if you believe in him and how adults, like, the rational part of their brain, they just stop believing. But, you know, kids have this, like, they're just so open and they just, that part of them hasn't died yet, which is really sad. But, you know, it's just, like, it's nice that the movie sort of portrays it's more like a belief in Santa. So it's not like, is he real or is he not real? It's just, can you believe or can you not believe? And I feel like that's the real question we should be asking. But I mean, I, I get what you're saying. You're, you, you're basically saying like, you are able to believe that there is something that could be out there. Okay, because see, cause see, Casey and Steven, how do you know he's not real? Well, I mean, I, I guess I could answer that question. Uh, you know, when you're little, you're told that Santa is this red man who slides down the chimney and leaves presents. And then when you get older, you find out that factually your mother bought that. And that's why she still has the Costco receipt for it when it's broken and you have to return it. Uh, maybe I'm getting too personal. But you know, Shyla, <laughs> yeah. to answer your question about why I think he's not real is because this legend of Santa that I always heard about, well, that was pretty demonstrably not real. And I guess this is the first time I've ever been confronted with an alternative theory. <laughs> you know, Shyla, if I can say one thing, I guess, in in your in the defense of your theory, I've not done Santa Claus in my life for like probably 20 years, right? But, you know, I do Christmas with my older sister and she has a baby who is now 
two, almost three. So this is the first Christmas where she's old enough where like we're going to do Santa Claus. So like she's going to put out the cookies and then like, you know, we're going to like set everything up and then she'll wake up in the morning and like it'll be this magical moment of Santa being there. And I will say there is something really magical about that side of it too like when you become santa and like you get to see the magic from the other side that i'm like really excited about so maybe this is steven steven's gonna be high on power exactly (laughs) well especially now that you're describing santa as almost a godlike figure i'm like (laughs) now i love this but yeah i believe that i mean i don't know how much it's a real thing but i i like the idea that there's like a christmas spirit that saint nick would embody okay so wait okay so now <laughs> Stephen, i have another question uh-huh okay so you're gonna do santa for your niece why yes. oh because when you're a child there's nothing better than like waking up on christmas morning and there's the magic of like these presents that were left for you by a magical man it's so fun Okay, Shyla, for Steven, since he'll be celebrating with his niece, you know, like I grew up leaving out uh, cookies and milk and then some carrots for the reindeer. What do you do now as an okay, adult? Okay, so here's where it gets tricky. So <laughs> I wasn't expecting that as the first response. Okay, so even though I don't necessarily believe that the like physical embodiment of Santa that we see on like movies and TV shows is the real Santa, I still very much participate in that type of Santa culture. And I like to think of it. (laughs) I like to think of it as like a little offering. So I write a letter to Santa every year and I do sometimes bake cookies and milk and leave out carrots for the reindeer. It's sort of just like a nice thing to like get me into the Christmas spirit. So you're not, you're not depressed in the morning when they're Mm, still there? No, because it's like, it's like it's like an offering, you know, it's a ritual. And, exactly. It's a ritual. And spirits can't eat. So I know that going into it, it's fine. I want to participate in the Santa culture that everyone else participates in. I know that my particular Santa belief is different and I don't want to be left out. Well, Shyla, I think that this lends itself into my final question for you, which is what would you say to a child who still believes in Santa? You're doing amazing, sweetie. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Wait, that somehow was the darkest part of this interview. (laughs) I would say, I would say you are right. Santa is real. Don't stop believing. Oh God. I don't want to break into a journey song. (laughs) Yeah, you're about to. But yes, I would just say to always believe in the magic and spirit of Christmas and Santa because everyone needs a little bit of magic in their life. Well, that is a lovely note to end on. Shyla, I really respect that you came here and you stood your ground and you explained your firm belief in Santa. And I think Casey might be a believer. I have to process it a little more, but I'll I'll let you know. When you come around to my side, Stephen, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I will. Thank you for joining us, Shyla. Of course. All right, that's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember... In the immortal words of Chris Crocker, leave Britney alone. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go for your podcasts. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of the biggest stories on BuzzFeed coming to you daily. 
Thursday, February 10th. Kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player. Delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Presented by Nationwide and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022 delivered with Uber Eats will be revealed. NFL Honors, presented by Invisalign. Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone. Being a real estate agent isn't about listing houses. It's about connecting to people. I need to find new buyers every day. So I promote my listings using radio commercials from iHeartAdBuilder.com. Now every time I have an open house, it's a full house. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. I'm Paris Hilton, and this is Trapped in Treatment, a weekly podcast of shocking survivor experiences and stories from an industry plagued by controversy. With my hosts, Caroline Cole and Rebecca Mellinger, we will uncover the truth of one teen treatment facility each season. First up, Provo Canyon School. This one is personal. Listen to Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.